with us today, and you want to start? Okay. My name is Keone. I'm in third grade, and I like to read books. My name is Anne Marie, and I'm in third grade, and I love reading on my Kindle and doing my band practice. My name is William. I'm also in third grade, and I like to research dinosaurs and play video games. Welcome to our first show ever. Yeah! Yay! So exciting! So, um, our podcast is around making mistakes and how mistakes are valuable in what we do and what we learn and how we apply it. So, um... My question to you is, what are mistakes? Um, I think mistakes are like things where things don't go your way or something like happens that, that you didn't apply to or that you didn't want to happen. I honestly think mistakes are like, for example, you do something wrong and you're like, wait a minute, like... I didn't mean to do that, like you did something mean or something, and then you realize that it wasn't very nice. So what I think mistakes are something like, it's kind of like what Keone said, that mm. um, like it when something doesn't go your way or to your intention or what you want to happen, but so, yeah. What was mm-hmm. something that was a mistake that actually turned out to be pretty awesome? Ooh, I actually have one at home. It's, most of you out there probably know this toy from maybe when you were a kid. It's called the Slinky. So the story of how the Slinky was invented was this man was working on a ship in, I'm pretty sure World War II, and one of the springs popped out of the boat. The boat was rocking, and he was very surprised of how the spring was, the spring was wobbling wobbling so he created his own version of that and sold it to toy stores it wasn't very good at first but but more and more people bought it and i think there was like 400 something sales there was a lot of sales for it and people still enjoy that coil that he made even today you want to hear a funny story about the slinky yeah Every time I get a slinky, it always gets all tangled up, and then I have to oh, throw yeah. it away. Oh, yeah. That's true. Has that happened to you? A million. Oh, a million, million times. times. I have a story of that. Me and my brother were at my sister's lacrosse game. We stretched the slinky about 10, uh, like 20 feet, and then oh, my gosh. brother let go. The slinky got so tangled, and that was about a couple months ago. It's still all tangled up, and my mom was like prying it open for an hour, and it's still tangled. So Ooh. would that be a mistake? Yeah, that was definitely a mistake. My brother was like, it slipped out of my fingers, and then, wham, it might it hit me, I got hurt. First of all, the slinky was tangled. So a mistake you learn from buying a slinky is probably don't buy one. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or just, unless you don't stretch it out, don't stretch it out 20 feet. Or just win it at Dave & Buster's. Oh, yeah, you can win it at Dave & Buster's. Because plus the fun, you might as well. Well, my mistake... Well, I didn't, like, make it up, but, like, there is this, um, it was, like, 11-year-old guy, so it was about, he accidentally made the pop- popsicle, and there was this, like, old, they, it was, like, a mix of, like, flavor, it was, like, water and soda water powder and stuff, and a few other things, and he accidentally left it outside on the night with this 
with the stick still in it because he was using it to mix it. Then he picked it up in the morning and he realized, oh my gosh, like, this is so cool. And he took it out and then um, they, they, he said that it should be called like an Epsicle Pop. But later it was, it, it's now a Popsicle. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. Um, I don't know why people do this, but if you've seen like a older movie around Christmas, people think a lamppost is a lamp. Uh, I mean, it's like a popsicle. <laughs> and it happens when you have like super gold popsicles, your tongue gets stuck on it. They lick it, like people dare them to, and then their tongue gets stuck on there. Mm-hmm. That's what also happens on popsicles, especially okay. when you're high in the air. Um, I'm, the sign, well, the definition of that happening is really just, you. your mouth is definitely not dry. So when you lick it, your tongue, like your saliva freezes, what stuck to your tongue and the post, so that's what his tongue gets stuck onto. Very cold things. Have you tried that before? Oh yes, definitely. Um, I have this Zoku machine where I can put like drinks in and then wait six minutes because there's ice inside, yeah. and then like I can take it out and then I have my own flavored on healthy popsicle. Yeah. So um, I love licking the residue off, but once when it was just off, I licked my hand and I'm like. Ugh. Because it really hurts. Do not do not try licking it. Either A, your tongue will get stuck, or B, you'll have a hurting tongue. Yeah. So, hey, William, have you ever heard of a mistake? Well, okay. I have. It's the story of the post-it note. Something mm-hmm. you'll use basically every day if you're a man in a work, if you're a working man in an office. So, there was a guy who was sent to make the strongest glue in the world, but and then ended up being weak. So he was like his friend. So he gave it to his friend because he didn't really care about it since it was he did the opposite of what he was intended to do. And his friend um, was experimenting because all his bookmarks fell out. He put the glue on a piece of paper, stuck it in his book, and then he realized that it would stay on the book. But like when you take it out, like if you glue Elmer's glue to um a normal post-it note, it won't or a piece of paper and you rip it off. The paper won't rip, it will just um, go off, but it's still strong enough to not fall out every time you open your book. I actually have the names for that. I know the person who was trying to make the strongest screw in the world and made the weakest. Name is Spencer Silver, and Ooh. the person who had the book and put it in was named Arthur Fry. Ooh, fun fact. <laughs> Which is, by the way, my favorite food. Oh, it is? What's your oh, yeah. favorite food? I love french fries. Mm-hmm. Especially the Chick-fil-A ones. Oh, the waffle fries? Oh, those are I really like, um, um, what's it called? I don't know what food I like. I kind of like, like, pizza? Burgers. I like pasta better than pizza. Popsicles? My favorite food is nuggets. Chicken nuggets. Um, <laughs> uh, my favorite nuggets are any nuggets. Any any chicken strips and nuggets as long as they're um as long as there's ketchup on the side. Mm. Don't forget, I like me ketchup. Chick fil A. I like my ranch strips. I just like my French fries regular. <laughs> regular French fries. What about salty fries? Oh yeah, Ooh. especially when they're like mushy inside in the middle. Those oh yeah, oh. I don't like the pot- they're made from potatoes and I don't like it when there's part of the potato skin on it. I don't like those fries. I don't I do not like potato skin fries. I only like skimmed fries. <laughs> <laughs> what the fries are skimmed the skin off. True. Um, That's what it's called. 
Is it, wasn't there another mistake about the potato chip? Oh yeah, I know, you guys I know the potatoes. I know what the potato. I know the potato chip story. Ah, shit. <laughs> so there was a rest. So there was a restaurant who served just potatoes. <laughs> or boiled potatoes. <laughs> so then someone wanted their boiled potato really thin. So um, he kept cutting it and cutting it, and then he realized that it was really hard, and he thought it tasted really good. The guy who was um, at the restaurant and wanted his potato chips or his fried potatoes really thin. So then um, they kept making them, and then the potato chip came a, became a thing, and then it became barbecue potato chips, salted mm. vinegar potato chips, salt sour potato cream and onions, sour cream and onion potato chips, any potato chip. I Even pizza vinegar. potato chip I've seen. Ketchup potato chip. Like they're Pringles. Yeah, Pringles are kind of potato chips, yeah. but sometimes not the potato parts. So we talked about all sorts of different mistakes that happened and mm-hmm. became pretty well known. Um, why do you think mistakes are so valuable? I mean, everybody makes mistakes, but why do you yeah. think they're so valuable? I think they're valuable because it teaches you a lesson. Like... If you did something wrong, you know not to do that again. And if you did that again, you would know it's, like, the same mistake. And then you'll be like, oh, I know what to do because I did it, like, twice. And it's a very, like, it's just a lesson you can learn. Everybody makes mistakes through life. So I agree with Kiani a lot. And it's always good to make mistakes because if you never make mistakes, then you never learn. And you'll just be like, oh, I'm perfect. And then nobody likes anyone perfect. No one likes the Mr. Goody Two Shoes. No way. <laughs> Mr. Goody Two Shoes. <laughs> that's a guy. That's why he calls someone who's perfect in every way. <laughs> so, oh my God. Don't be like Mary Poppins. She's perfect in every way. And um, you don't want that all that stuff in your back. It might be a bit hard. So <laughs> <laughs> you don't want a lamp. That makes me lose a coat rack. Kindergarten and being an adult, 
I still don't know my left and right. Well, yeah, I do the, um, whichever one is the L is the left, and whichever the one is the, um... Wrong L. Wrong L. The backwards L, um, is your right, for some reason. I have a good trick, too, that helps me find left, left and right. So, um... <laughs> Use your navigation, no. though. I always write with my right hand. But what if you write with your left hand? Well, then you know that whichever one you write with is your left hand. Yeah. If you write with your left hand, then you know, oh, I'm going to press the button with my right hand. Wait, which one's right? Oh, I write with my, this one, so it's this one. Mm-hmm. So, so you just know whichever so one you write with. So this is what I do. It's I don't know if it's a mistake, but it's something that I, I keep getting wrong, so I have to find ways to adapt. So when I go to my yoga class, I always stand in the front. That way I can look in the mirror and see if they say, okay, put your left leg up. I would I would be upside down already, and I can look all at all the people behind me who put their oh, left leg up. That's smart. <laughs> because if I'm in the back, then I can't see anything. No one's going to help me. Cheaty, cheaty. It's just how I adapt, so that's how I learn from those mistakes. I know I'm going to keep making the same mistakes, so I figure out a way to not make the mistake by looking at other people and learning from them. I have one weird question to ask. How do you drive? Because you have to know your left and rights because of those, like, um, you can't pass a red, um, a red light at the left, but maybe you can pass it at a right. How will you know? I know my left and right. Well, when I was learning how to drive, I actually put a post-it note on the windshield. (laughs) So any L-R? Yeah, so it's a left and right on there. But then I got used to it, and somehow I, well, I guess if you're a passenger in my car, I would need to, for you to say, okay, tell me which way to turn, and you would have to say your side or my side. You can't say left or right. So let's say you're turning right and you're sitting in a passenger seat. You would have to say, okay, turn right. Or, or sorry, turn my side. And I would turn your side, which is right. And if you if you say turn left, then you have to say, okay, make at the light, turn your side. Then I would know how to turn left. Or, it's crazy. I know. Oh, I know it's crazy. But the hard thing for me is I always sit behind the driver. Well, I guess it depends on where you sit. Who, who who's talking? And yeah, who's sitting? I yeah. sit behind the driver a lot. Well, um so this is also another way you can pass it up by driving. You can just you know how sometimes there's a picture of like the roads and there's like a line tracing where where your destination is. Just follow the line. The navigation. Know? Yeah, the yeah. navigation. The sign. But when I learned how to drive, there was no navigation. It's something called a Thomas Guide, which is a book of maps that you have to look. You have to stop the car and look at it. Uh, have you seen that before? No. I have something that's um, actually related to maps. Well, you know, London drivers or people who like taxi drivers, um, they had to learn like each route to take. Mm, okay. So yeah, their gro- their brain goes grows really big when they're learning that and then after they retire their brain shrinks because they forget those like a balloon yeah basically like all the information is the air and then when you go you're not learning anything so it all goes 
Mm-hmm. The all the information, all the information goes flying out. Yeah. Well, not flying out. More like um slowly taking the stroll downtown out. <laughs> like oh, no. it would sound like this in um blue. It's when it's when oh, you're like this, and then the air can only escape through the tight road in the middle. Yeah, that's how that's they how they slowly lose their, their memory. Um, should, should we go back to the um topic of mistakes? Yes. <laughs> so my um, I'm curious whether you've made a mistake or not, and what happened. Tell me a story of a time where you made a mistake. Oh my can gosh! You, can you say your sibling? Can you say your sibling's mistake? Cause yeah, my sister definitely made a mistake. Sure, you can I mean, share anything. Well, yeah. anything that's related to mistakes, because I don't want to go off track talking about how information leaves the brain of a retired London driver. So, this morning, my sister was, like, we were just having a normal morning, and my sister was like, guys, we got to get out of the house. It's 7, 20, 7.15 in the morning. And I'm like, okay. And then she starts yelling at me, and I'm like, and I'm like, okay, so we leave 15 minutes early for no reason. And I'm like, I'm just pu- pu- pushing my fingers on my forehead. I'm like, like, come on, no. nurse, you, we could, we could be at home getting ready right now instead of at school or at Starbucks waiting. Yeah. For and yeah, it takes Starbucks. a long time. Because 15 minutes is a long time when you're sitting in the car with nothing to do except chat. I made a mistake just this morning, actually. Same as William. But not about my siblings. So this morning, my mom signed up for a parent-teacher conference. And she signed up for 7.20. But Miss Dias, my teacher sent an email um, last night again for it actually being 8.20. So we stayed in my in my kindergarten teacher's classroom because she moved up to second and third. We were just staying in there and then she rang up Ms. Ms. Dias and then she came over and then we had the conference um, and I came really early. I had to go at 7.20, but it was actually 8.20. So I was there. Um, we did some cool things. You learned something about GarageBand, right? Oh, yeah, I did. You, uh, <laughs> you taught me how to use GarageBand. Loop tracks. Loop tracks and all sorts of um, really cool music that yeah. you can um, loop. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to try that out. Thanks for teaching me that. Yeah, maybe we can make our intro with that song. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with these loop tracks. We need to cut that out. We're probably going to cut that out of the recordings. What? Um, When Peony said, we're probably going to need that for an intro. (laughs) No, I'm going to keep that. It already happened. Okay, we're going to cut when I spelled what I just said out. Okay, Anne-Marie? Have you ever made a mistake? Yeah, like, we, me and my friends usually, like, race to find the ball on the field because we play Annie I over. Ooh, that's and a fun game. What you do is you yell Annie I over to the other side and if they catch it they try it, run to the other side and tag you before you get to the side that the people that 
caught it wrong. Mm-hmm. But and sometimes I throw it, and then I realize like they weren't ready. I think how I learned from that mistake is now it's like much easier to do because like now we have the judge and it's much easier to be like, hey, they like say they didn't catch it but they pretended they caught it and it went to the other side but the other people never knew. The judge would be like, oh, they didn't catch it. What was the takeaway? What did you learn? How would you improve on that the next time? Oh, I. So how would I improve on that is definitely. Check the time before leaving 15 minutes early to make sure you don't leave 15 minutes early. Because I don't want to be sitting in my car at Starbucks 15 for 15 minutes. Ooh, same. Because you're wasting the um time, the precious time of people who are actually in a rush to go to work. Yeah, I think the same as William about time. Um, also, read your emails. Like, if you're a grown-up listening to this, and you like work at like a school or you're like a chaperone for something, try and read your emails, especially if you have a kid. Yes, try to read your emails. You don't want to be going an hour early. That seems worse than 15 minutes at Starbucks. Ask a judge before you throw over the ball so they don't knock someone's head out. You can't knock someone's head out <laughs> by a volleyball. You can't knock their head. So um, to wrap it all up, Yep. So what you're you're suggesting for our friends listening to this brand new podcast Woo! called Mistakes Are Valuable is that um, we need to make sure that we keep our, we grow our minds and we are okay with making mistakes mm-hmm. because they help us learn and for us to improve whatever we're doing. The next few episodes, I think we're going to start talking about this really cool design thinking project um, that we're about to start that will entail, um, I mean, it will pretty much be about us starting a business and the mistakes. And there's going to be mistakes that we make along the way. A hundred percent, especially in, um, what was it called again? Oh, pitch day. Um, Especially in pitch day because last year mistakes were high. And this year, mistakes are going to be even higher, I heard, so... Yeah, so we'll we'll continue our podcast um, the next few months, even the whole school year, talking about some mistakes that we have made and what and how we might learn from it. And hopefully our listeners will be able to learn from these mistakes, too, and share with us even some mistakes that they've made. Would it be mm-hmm. cool to open it up and for phone calls from other kids who are listening to this podcast? Oh, yeah. Like at the end of Magic School Bus. Is this a Magic School Bus? <laughs> and then we'll... the Magic School Bus. Should we use that as our uh, intro? No. no. Oh, no? <laughs> I don't know. No Magic School Bus <laughs> intro. We All can right. have a little bit of the Magic School Bus. That would be cool. We and... can have the soundtrack, but not the words. Oh, I shouldn't sing it then. All right. Thank you for all your time. And until next time, mistakes are valuable.
valuable. The, okay. the M's are valuable. No, the and Mab. you say, welcome to the Mistakes are Valuable I want to do the welcome. welcome to the Mab show. Okay, ready? A.K.A. the Mistakes are Valuable show for We're the recording. For the Lamos. Okay, go. <laughs> welcome, welcome to, to the, the Mistakes are Valuable show. Do it one more time. Welcome, 